absence of creativity and the acceptance of mediocrity. This is That Guy Walking Podcast. There's a book that I like to read to my kids, and it's called What to Do with an Idea. And I apologize, I don't remember the author's name, but it's a beautiful uh, children's book, incredible illustrations that talks about what you should do with an idea. And the idea is represented by this egg-shaped thing. And one part of the story, it's been talking about this idea and how it's been sticking with this boy and how it kind of just follows it around and you start the boy starts to nurture the idea. And then at some point, the boy shares the idea with others and they turn the boy down. They, they talk down on him about the idea. They tell the boy that the idea isn't worth the energy or the time or anything like that. And it almost causes the boy to abandon the idea until he has the realization that they don't know the idea like the boy knows the idea. They don't love the idea like the boy loves the idea. And so then the idea can continue to flourish. When I think about that, and I think about just looking around and seeing what's what's going around in our world, in my world, I'm starting to notice more and more that the acceptance of mediocrity is something that is common and that true creativity is something that is becoming more and more rare. And it's really interesting that there's no innate cause except that mediocrity is the weight that's holding the creatives back. The, f- the fact is that all everyone can be creative. Erwin McManus in his book, The Artisan Soul, talks about how all of us are artisans. We're all creatives. We all, are, all have the ability to do something creative. It might not be all in the traditional sense that when a musician or an artist is able to create a piece of music or draw an incredible piece of an oil painting or something like that, that though that is creative and that is an artisan soul, or sorry, an artisan act, a computer programmer does, diving into the code behind a website, a chef developing a new meal, a teacher crafting a new lesson for, uh, for her, his or her students, that is all an act of art. That's all an act of, of a creative. There's a video that went viral on Facebook, or on Facebook, went viral on YouTube. Had to have been six or seven years ago, and it's called The Dancing Guy. And what it is, is it's this music festival, and you see this, it's hillside, beautiful outdoor hillside. You hear music playing, it's, and it's rocking out. It's so loud, it's jamming out. And everyone's just kind of sitting back and lounging and enjoying the music. But this one guy, and this one guy is just going at it if there was if it whether there was no one around him or everybody around him he was dancing because that music was hitting his soul and you can see the reaction of the people around him as they're watching him dance and really laughing at him and making almost out of embarrassment for him have you ever had that happen where you were embarrassed for someone else because what they were doing anyway he was dancing and diving into it and then you see a second person come up and you can see by the way that he's acting that he was dared to go and join this dancing guy but the dancing guy embraced him he brought him into the fold and he started dancing with him and around him they started copying each other 
and then another guy comes in, joins the uh, joins the party, joins the dance, and all of a sudden, a shift happens, a paradigm shift in the crowd and the group think of the dancing guy. Initially in the video, there's nothing that anyone would do to join the dancing guy. But one, two, three individuals start going and, and the reality is, is that you can go and join the dancing guy and it's okay. That dancing is dancing for fun, that it's not about being embarrassed, but it's about enjoying and loving and embracing what is happening in the music. So eventually by the end of the, by the, end of the video, now it is looked down upon to not be a part of the dancing guy's dance, but rather to be sitting down. This whole change happened because one man started to dance and one man said, I will join you. I find it really interesting when you think about the creative people in your life, how a lot of times they are like the dancing man, that people will often be looking down upon them, be, be questioning them because of their creativity, because of what is happening, because of what they're doing, rather than joining them in their quest for creativity and, and encouraging them and speaking into them and, and building them up. Um, it's, it's really a wondrous thing to, to consider and to think about. I had the awesome opportunity today to sit and listen to a keynote um, speech by Kim Bearden, who is a co-founder of the Ron Clark Academy, an incredible school in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, if you're not familiar with teaching or Ron Clark, just go to the TNT and watch the Matthew Perry movie that's called The Ron Clark Story, and that's the guy, Ron Clark. Um, they started a school to really change the way that learning can happen and create an incredible learning environment and one of the things that she said this morning was you must exude what you wish to create and i found that sometimes i find myself being an armchair creative that i sit back and i watch somebody like kim beard and deliver a keynote speech or i sit back and i watch friends that have published their books or have been writing their books and i sit back and i think about the different skills that my that people have learned over time and I think I could do that that's easy but yet I'm not doing anything I'm not exuding that creative creativity that I want to embrace and I wonder how many of us are, are like that that the excuses are so much easier than the ability to say yes and to go for it and to, to make that journey there's this temptation to be perfect immediately and it's hard and it's something that I've had to go against and it's something that I definitely have to speak into with my with my kids my daughters especially learning the process if they're not getting it right away that becomes very frustrating for them and and so that's something that we work on and we hope to continue to work on as they grow because a lot of times it might not be that they're not getting it it's just they found something else that's more interesting in their short attention spans but exude what you want to create. Be able to be what you want to be, right? Be the change that you want to see in the world. Gandhi supposedly said that, but 
if we're not doing that, if we're not stepping out into that place of stretch, that place of darkness, that place of the unknown, we're not allowing ourselves to truly grow and to truly be able to make the changes that we want, to build the things that we want. And, you know, call it whatever you you like. I'm going to call it faith. That when you don't have the faith to step out into the unknown, that you don't have the trust that there is one that's providing for you and holding you on to you, that can be a scary place. And so you have to think about that as you as you think about the, the inspirations that are inside of you. Where did they come from? Where are they going? And if they are so inspired in you, why why can't you just let that idea continue to grow? The awesome part about that book, What to Do with an Idea, is at the end the idea gets so big that the author talks about how the idea then starts leaves you and changes the world. But it was over the span of time that the idea grew. And that's the thing. Becoming a viral video is not how the world is going to be changing. But finding the passions and the excitement and the path of how you can change your world and, and grow from it is something that's so much more challenging and so much more incredible. And so that's my hope. That's my goal, at least, is that I can continue to not be the armchair creative, but to start to try and fail and try and fail and try and fail again. And maybe not fail, but flub. I have someone sit, call it flub or trip. Uh, and keep moving forward. Keep stepping forward and keep thinking not about what the end might be, but what the next step is. Because ultimately, if I'm bettering myself with each step of the way, no matter if I never hit my goal, if I'm getting better, those around me are getting better. And that ripple effect starts to expand and grow and change what's happening all around us. Another one of my favorite artists, uh, artists, authors, he is an artist, he's an author, he's a pastor and a speaker, is Erwin McManus. He's the pastor of the Mosaic, which is located in Hollywood. I highly encourage you to go and, and experience one of his services. But he, in his book, The Artisan Soul, he writes about creativity and he writes this. This is a quote from the book directly. It says, Whether we realize it or not, everything we do is an expression of either how alive our souls are or how much we are allowed, how much, or how much we have allowed ourselves to be deadened over time. True creativity does not come easily. Creativity is born of risk and refined from failure. Artists love without reservation. We are all artists and it's a matter of what you do with that and how you embrace that and how you go with that and that's all I got this is my art tonight and it might be refined and it might be something that not many listen to but my hope is is that if you found this podcast if you found this walk with me tonight that you found an encouragement that you are a creative that you are an artist And the things that you've always wanted to do are just one step away. Just baby steps. A la, what about Bob? 90s reference. Thank you all. As always, if you want to connect, you can follow me on Twitter at Taylor H. Williams. And though my podcast might not seem 
that organized. They are thoughts that are my thoughts and inspirations that come and comment. Appreciate the comments and the follows. Have a wonderful night, and I will talk to you next time. This has been That Guy Walking Podcast. <laughs>